I believe a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for 200 plus years, and we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. wiped out my debilitating pain in less than 30 seconds with zero drugs. Pastor Dave and hundreds of others have experienced the quantum effect for themselves. It's backed by scientific research and rigorous lab testing. Quantum is simply about two things. Number one, intentions, as a man thinketh, so he is. And two, renewing your mind with the Word of God. Only QE Strong encodes key intentions and Bible verses about pain relief onto the small patch. You simply place it on your body each day. And with a bonus prayer guide, read out loud a positive intention and one or two Bible verses about pain relief each day. The patch provides the touch, and the prayer guide uses your sight, speech, and hearing to relieve pain with the senses God gave you. It even works for people who have suffered decades of chronic pain. Are you ready to experience the quantum effect? Go to blessed2teach.com forward slash pain. Yes, thanks Rick. Thanks for having me on. It's such a blessing to be able to talk to a fellow believer, a brother in Christ, and also just a true Christian patriot, uh, leading people in, in the right direction in this uh, very trying time in life. Uh, so I'm here with uh, Freedom for You Fellowship, and uh, it's a, a family uh, ministry that we started in order to be able to be effective in pushing back against the tyranny of our time in our local area. Uh, so Freedom for You Fellowship is a 508C1A, which is basically a free church. Uh, the um, unfortunate circumstances of the past had people under a 508C1A church and they wouldn't want to engage in anything political um, and they became very meek and uh, the church became powerless. Uh, that is uh, definitely an abomination that God is not happy with from, from, from what I would uh, say. Now, um, 
there is uh, just a, a beautiful thing to be had when, when, when the church is involved in the government. And whether you think you're involved or you don't think you're involved, we're all living by a policy. And so if you don't voice what you don't consent to, you're consenting to it. And so we need to do everything we can to one by one voice what we don't consent to, and then stand up and show up as a body of believers to push back against this tyranny. Okay. So when you say local areas, that mean you're helping other churches around the local areas, or are you just kind of focused on where you where you will live? Yeah. So my vision is 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 more for uh, nationwide, but but also locally. And the thing I've seen um, all over um, all over the nation and all over Tennessee, uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, in particular, where we're from, is groups are starting up all over the place. But there's a real need to connect. You have uh, grassroots. Um, uh, organizations all with the same fervor that they they really want to push back but when it comes to people actually connecting there's a real need for that and so I would like to see that happen um, first locally and then also across the nation we can deal with local laws but then you also deal with the the national laws and the federal laws so um, there is just a a, a, we all know that, that there is so many needs in so many places where the church needs to show up godly people need to show up, people with a, a, a moral values that are derived from scriptures, uh, from the Bible, from knowing the Lord. And uh, our founding fathers had a, a prayer and a scripture um, enshrined into the, the, the founding of the nation, uh, into the, the founding documents. And these are very important documents that have been pushed uh, aside. Um, and uh, we need to revisit those and, and, and put them back into practice. Yeah, so talk a little bit about what uh, what your organization is doing to help with that. Yeah, so um, for example, if uh, people knew about the... Um, uh, uh, um, the drag queen show it's made national headlines now uh, the pastor of the local church that, that we attend uh, called Patriot Church he was big in uh, connecting with some of the local organizations in our area that were standing up against this abomination when you talk to people from Tennessee and you tell them about what these uh, uh, drag queen shows were doing they are uh, appalled they can't believe that it was actually happening these are just the common folks somehow uh, these abominations have been uh, uh, snuck into our, our uh, societies, our communities, uh, under the radar of, of those people that just didn't have the, enough time to uh, um, to pay attention to what was going on. And then they can't even believe that it's going on, and they have no idea what to do about it once they once they've, they've figured it out, so they become overwhelmed and they don't do anything. Uh, people like uh, Ken Peters at, uh, at Patriot Church in Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, people like uh, Pastor Sharam Hadian, with TIL Ministries, people like uh, Greg Locke uh, out of Nashville, Tennessee, um, and he's also out here on the Re Reawaken America tour, are pushing back, and they're standing up against these things that nobody wants to talk about, and nobody has the guts, nobody has, has, has the conviction to be able to stand up and, and, and just say no more, no more to, to these, 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 these things that are just poking holes in the fabrics of the foundations of our society. Can I show you Card? Yes, sir. Okay. Absolutely. So, so this, this is the Freedom for You Fellowship. 
right? And so, uh, the, so why would people go to your website? What would they really? Yes, sir. So come to our website to get familiar with with what it is that, that is happening out there in our society, from putting uh, statues of Baphomet in, 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 in local courthouses to um, any of these other uh, issues that I, I've mentioned. Um, but get a better understanding about how other people, how other godly people feel about these terrible things that are, that are going on in, in society. Yes. And then by uh, email us, you can get on our, our email list so that we can let you know when we're going to be standing up against something. Because what we need is your presence. That's 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 the most valuable thing that you could help with. Is 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 there's people that can make the demands, people that can uh, uh, sound the alarm. But when once the alarm has been sound, we need believers. We need Americans. We need people to burn their couch and get out there and stand up and don't let these people be pushing us around anymore. And so you. Can can help us by coming to our website, give us a, a, an, an email, let us know you're interested, and we'll contact you and, and get you connected. Great. And so your your location is where now, or do you travel as well? Yes. Yeah, so we're out in Knoxville, Tennessee. Okay. But uh, you know, uh, Tennessee is is surrounded by uh, several other states, and uh, we're patriots willing to travel. We're obviously down here in, in uh, the Panhandle of Florida. Uh, we we are uh, dedicated to getting around and going wherever we need to go to stand up against this tyranny and push back our nation so that our kids are going to have a nation to inherit. Awesome, awesome. So, Murray, talk a little bit about what uh, the Patriots can pray for you about specifically. Absolutely. So, 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 definitely uh, be a part of our prayer team. Be, be praying for 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 those who that are are, are standing up in this time. As as uh, the pastor of our church said, as the pastor of Patriot Church said, uh, uh, um, you know, the cost of standing up in this time is really is really high. And once you uh, stand up, pastors like. Uh, Ken Peters, Greg Locke, and several others across the nation that, that stand up. The next thing you know, they're, they're being targeted. They're being targeted by Antifa, by the LGBTQ community, uh, even by the FBI and, and other uh, 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 entities that have just a dislike for, for the gospel, a dislike for the Lord, and they, they want to try to uh, just squash that uh, voice they have. So um, as we step out, we need constant prayer. We need... We, and, and we can, uh, we will um, also put out prayer requests so that you can pray for us and, and help us to be pushing back in this time. Sounds awesome, Mark. So do you mind if I pray with you now? Absolutely, Rick. I love it. All right. Heavenly Father, just thank you so much for Murray and uh, the whole Freedom For You, the Freedom For You Fellowship, Lord. We just Amen. Pray blessing on, I guess, the church as well as the organization. This is helping to organize uh, people to get uh, involved and, and get in part, part of this prayer group. Lord. So we pray specifically for that, that they'll amplify his voice uh, like never before he can even ask or imagine, and that you will allow um, him to be used in a way that he can never ask or imagine specifically for him personally and Lord I just can't wait to see what you do with Murray and his life as well as a, the, the whole organization around Patriots traveling around from Tennessee to the surrounding states to even nationwide Lord mm. uh, use him um, allow people with scales to fall off their eyes allow them to get Absolutely. involved and come back and fight in this battle with us worldwide 
Lord, we thank you for moving in your body of Christ. Bring the Holy Spirit fire on us all so we can see your work through us as the body of Christ. We say these in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Father God, thank you so much for my brother Rick and thank you for his ministry. Thank you for his faith and thank you for all that you're doing through him, Lord. We, 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 we ask for a blessing on him and his family. We ask for protection. We ask for encouragement and strength. Uh, Lord, we uh, just thank you for these prayers that he's given to our ministry and we ask God that you would help the people out there, Lord. Have some courage, Lord. Courage is, is hard to come by, but we pray, God, that you would just give that to them, Lord. Help them to burn the couch, Lord. We don't need people to sit on their couch any longer in this nation. We need them to get up and get moving and, and, and may this, 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 this be a new day, Lord. Be a new day that we can push back, reclaim the nation that you had given us, Lord. In the powerful name of Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Rick. Right, Such bless. a blessing. All right, sign off for my Twitter permanently suspending MyPillow CEO and Trump ally Mike Lindell. A number of companies who have decided to stop selling MyPillow products. And they're attacking not only MyPillow, many other companies out there, but they're attacking my vendors. The CEO of MyPillow has been named in a $1.3 billion defamation suit. MyPillow just sued Dominion for $1.6 billion. <laughs> divine appointments, divine intervention in there. and. And uh, my faith is what kept me going all those uh, years. And the bigger platform is my evangelism and, uh, and speaking about God, having the same passion with God, giving to God as I do the pillow. We have the B2T promo code for, and I was telling the him. The biggest savings in history for my pillow, everybody. Use that code. <laughs> yeah. Rick with What's the Teacher in Miami at the Reawaken Tour, and I got Sabrina Whitehorse Barnett from Native Wisdom. So great to have you here. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's a pleasure to be with you. Yeah, so I just love to get the stories in that's so neat. I, just, uh, I was just telling you about Robin Bullock has woke me up to how important it is with the Native uh, religions of Na I mean, the, Na the Native people and how we need the healing in that. And I haven't studied that much, and I just heard you speaking. I was going, oh, wow, I've got I've to talk to Sabrina. Thank you. So, uh, talk to us a little bit about your background and uh, how you ended up here at Reawaken to reverse that one. Yes, you know, it's interesting because um, I had a lady that I knew. I was on the Native Reservations doing a ministry, and I found out that a lot of Natives are really having a hard time financially feeding their families and or uh, keeping their homes warm in the wintertime. So I wanted to help them, and I started doing a ministry. I just started walking around and helping them, and then somebody came along and was became my sponsor, mm -hmm. and then she said, you know what, Sabrina, I want to get you at the Reawaken America tours. Mm -hmm. And so she took me to two tours, mm -hmm. and then she bought me a backdrop, and she says, I'd like for you to do, uh, you know, to get the word out there and, and to start speaking God's word mm -hmm. and start saying how people need help and how we need to unite and come together. Mm -hmm. So it's really a Native American prophecy for us to come together as one people and not forget that no matter what color, no matter what creed, no matter what religion, mm -hmm. 
we are one body and we are to come together without separation we are to unite as one people and so many times we forget because we get caught up with judgment we get caught up with so many other things that only bring us down mm-hmm. yeah and so so to talk about your journey all the way back if we backed up to um, your modeling career yeah. to really waking up to the evil of what was going on with the globalist uh, so the Holy Spirit put it in my path my journey mm-hmm. to um, get recruited as a model mm-hmm. at the age of 13 and my mother said absolutely not mm-hmm. but I always had it like oh wow I can travel the world and you know I was raised by a mother that worked three jobs and so for me that was a whole other existence a whole other life and where were you then I was living in Panama Central America so at the age of 13 she did let me do one job where I was the face of the Panamanian tourist board um, but you know it was really interesting because I, I equated to walking in the desert um, being in the modeling industry since the age of 13 but really starting at, at the age of 17 where I traveled to Europe I had my model agent take my mother and I out to dinner and say don't worry I will protect your daughter like she's my own and the message now rings loud and clear thank goodness I was never uh, sexually abused by by anyone but I was so close in so many different ways and I just really know now that the Holy Spirit was watching over me because I believe that when you come from a pure heart God watches over you in a way that you don't even know that God is watching Amen. over you. I was in the midst of drugs, alcohol, private jets, um, just so much nefarious ways. And I witnessed 13-year-old girls dancing on tables at nightclubs. And I was right in the midst of it all. So, you know, now that I'm older, I look back and I say, wow, you know, what made me not get completely immersed in, you know, taking cocaine or, or drinking alcohol and becoming an alcoholic or, you know, doing all the things to move my career as a model along and, you know, maybe sleep with some men and do all of those types of things. Like what made me not take that bait? Right. And we're talking a period of over 25 years. Yeah. That's a long time. So the only thing I could think of is the Holy Spirit just kept on, my voice kept on saying, Sabrina, walk the path of righteousness. Walk the path of righteousness. That was like a, 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 a sound that just kept on coming every time I would pray walk the path of righteousness but I was being pulled and pulled and pulled so I worked with Victoria's Secret I worked with Sports Illustrated and I did Sports Illustrated two years in a row and the third year I didn't do it because they wanted me to model in a g-string and bend over on a canoe and turn my head around and look at the camera and I felt that it was very disrespectful Right. and I didn't want to do that even though it was the biggest job that a model could possibly get at the time in the modeling industry was to right. be in Sports Illustrated, right? right? Once you did that, your career just blossomed, which mine did. Uh, but I said no to it. Mm-hmm. And the message that I want to get for your view to your viewers out there is when you say no, I stopped doing, they call my agent, they said, well, we need somebody that's free with her body and we really don't want Sabrina to come back. Now, they didn't know that I knew that, mm-hmm. but that's what my agent had told me. Right. And I thought to myself, there are no regrets here mm-hmm. because even though I wasn't able to continue doing Sports Illustrated, mm-hmm. I knew in my heart of hearts that God didn't want me to do that. Mm-hmm. 
and that I needed to move forward with integrity and I could sleep with myself and I could be on a program like yours and say that I never faltered from the path of righteousness. Awesome. Yeah, that's a very unique, I would guess, in that industry. In, in yeah. that world, it really yeah. is. Mm -hmm. It really is. And so, um, so where does it lead me here is uh, when all of COVID started breaking out and I called it a pandemic mm -hmm. and I just knew that, you know, deep in my heart, something was not right. Something was really wrong. And so I said, well, what am I going to do? Am I going to sit back and do nothing? I have children. I have friends that have children. I, my children will have children. And I just want to make sure to be a voice for people out there. And I started learning about all of the things that the hospitals are doing. And I'm sure you can hear it better from the doctors. Uh, I'm sure your audience is probably privy to a lot of the things that went on in the hospitals. and Medical cartel, I call it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, um, you know, it's just, uh, it's one path that led me to another walk that led me down another path. And so now I find myself, now I'm on my eighth Reawaken America tour. Mm -hmm. awesome. And I get to meet people like yourself and so many beautiful people that, you know, we're all on the same path mm -hmm. of just wanting to spread the word and the truth. And, uh, you know, the truth will set us free as long as we do our work. And I believe this is part of my journey is to uh, to get onto these tours. And I have a podcast called Native Wisdom. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Can I show you your card? Oh, sure. Well, no, mine is my phone. Without the number. Without the number. <laughs> yeah. All right. So there's Sabrina, Truth, Native Wisdom. Yes. Okay. And, and it says Truth Warriors because I believe that it takes a warrior to be able to fight the spiritual battle that yeah. we're, we're all fighting together as a collective army of God. Yeah. If you tell the truth, you're going to get attacked. So you better be a warrior. Yeah. Yeah. And people say to me, they're like, Sabrina, you don't need to do this. Why are you, why are you doing this? You know, just go back to your life and I, I think to myself if I just go back to my life then what imagine if you did that mm -hmm. imagine if all these people in this room if they just went back to their lives you know like General Flynn says each voice is to be heard mm -hmm. and each time we speak the truth we are actually praying on God's behalf to get God's word out there so that we can live inside our bodies in the body of Christ and we've got to stand up like warriors to do that yes yes so I wanted the kind of major subject I wanted to end with is really the whole you finding out just recently what your heritage is and really uh, drawing you into what needs to happen to heal the nation can you talk a little bit about that yeah, yeah. so about seven years ago I learned that I had Native American blood in me uh, before I had no idea mm -hmm. I used to as a model do you know magazines with as a Native American uh, but, you know, God just sort of was tapping me, tapping me gently, but I never really knew. And the importance of that being is that I find that um, the First Nations people, my tribe is of the Taino people, we are called the noble ones because we came here to live off the land. And it's a prophecy to honor each other, honor you as my brother, and hopefully honor you honor me as, as your sister. And that is the Native way, is to create and to come together and to uh, create community and unity and we've lost our way we've lost our way and so we've got to get back to the way
way of the Native people, the indigenous ways again, living off the land, honoring the land, respecting the skies, respecting the trees and, and the water. And so when I found out that I was Native, it's, and I said this to you, it's like finding out that you've been adopted and you just, I dove so deeply into the Native culture, into the history, and I realized that our history has been rewritten. Mm-hmm. And again, Always this is... written by the winners, right? Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. And, you know, it's people like yourself and having podcasts like yours that really get the truth out there because people don't know. Mm-hmm. People think that what they read is sometimes the ultimate truth. And for all of you people out there, I say, please do your due diligence, do your research. Don't believe anything that not one person says, you know, we're, you, you got to do your research and, uh, and, and find out for yourself. And so that's what I did. I did a lot of research and I found out that the native people were persecuted. Mm-hmm. My tribe was the first tribe to be persecuted by uh, Christopher Columbus. And we gave them a pineapple, mangoes, and just 10% of a vitamin C can cure disease. Mm-hmm. And when the sailors were dying, we gifted them this gift from the earth, mm-hmm. right? The fruits from the earth. We gifted that to them. Their lives were saved. They called us the noble ones for saving so many of the sailors' lives because many of them arrived dead. Mm-hmm. And we gave them gold. And when we gave them gold, man's greed mm-hmm. turned back around, gave the gold, gold back to Spain. That's when they brought all the ships over. So now we are on a mission as the First Nations people to spread that truth, mm-hmm. to get that message out there, and to say that as the persecution happened mm-hmm. and as the lies continued, mm-hmm. the the natives were put on reservations. Mm-hmm. And w- when you go to a reservation, for any of you people out there that haven't been to a reservation, there's a lot of poverty out there. You know, we talk about poverty in third world countries. Well, there's a lot of poverty in a lot of reservations that's not talked about. Right. So, you know, I put together Native Wisdom, and we're going to be doing a healing center to help the youth and to just bring restoration and bring healing back again because there's so much suicide and drug addiction and alcohol addiction and, and just a feeling of hopelessness. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's happening to our First Nations people. And we are the patriots. If you look at mm-hmm. how yeah. many people signed up for saving our country, it's the Native Americans. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so that's an important part, I know, I know to, to the, the whole restoration of the whole nation. And so, um, so as far as supporting you and or finding you, and, thank uh, you. So, well, where where would where would the people be able to do that? I uh, thank you. So, uh, Rumble, uh, Rumble. I have a Native Wisdom on Rumble, and um, and I am on True Social as Native Wisdom as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm working on a website right now because um, God gifted us some land in the hills, and we're going to take that land and we're going to create a camping site for the youth. And so, uh, right now, we're going to work on that website. It'll probably be called Native Wisdom as well. Awesome, awesome. That is that is so cool. And so, look look up Native Wisdom. We want to uh, end the process broadcast by making sure that we understand what the Christian Patriots can pray for you about. So, what can they pray for, Sabrina Whitehorse Barnett? Yes. And we'll, we'll, well, before we go there, yes. Um, tell us about the White Horse. How where that came from? Well, so I, I rescue horses. I've been a horsewoman since mm-hmm. the age of eight. All right. And um, and I realized that there's a lot of kill pen horses. Do you know what that is? Mm-hmm. 
So when horses go to auction, a lot of times they're used for horse meat, and um, and it's sort of like an underground world that a lot of people don't know about. But I, I got into it and I started rescuing horses. I rescued 22 horses, and I was living in Missouri, and some of the horses um, that are not really liked by people are white horses. There's no such thing as a white horse for people that are horse people out there, but uh, they're either Carmelos or they're grays, but they look like they're white. Mm-hmm. So I've rescued numerous white horses, and when I was doing my mission on the reservations, and they they found out about me assisting the white horses, the four-legged as we call them, um, they gave me the name, an honorary name called White Horse. <laughs> so awesome. it's it's a blessing, you know, it's a real blessing for me and an honor to have that name. Awesome, awesome. Good. So how can we pray for you? Well, how you can pray is uh, is pray for 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 my people to uh, for the truth to be exposed and the truth to be told and pray for the youth and pray for our new ministry that we're going to be opening in Tennessee um, that should be happening hopefully it's a youth camp yes and hopefully I'll be able to get you a link I'm working with a dear lady that I've known for 10 years and she works with the youth so we're going to bring Native American youth as well and and bring the colors together and unite the colors because that's part of the mission as well is to know that differences are not of God mm-hmm. separation is not of God so the prayer would be to bring us all together in one color and one creed and and uh, and just be love okay that's awesome so anything personally that that you would like pr- pray your prayer for give me the wisdom mm-hmm. give me the strength mm-hmm. to continue okay that sounds great let me pray pray that right now Heavenly Father just thank you so much for Sabrina and everything she's doing Lord and I thank you for allowing her to understand her ancestry and be able to research that and and, and really thank you for the, the beautiful ministry that she started there to help and uh, Lord we just pray you just amplify her voice like never before more than she could even ask or imagine as she moves forward here Lord um, we we also just pray by the power of Jesus name the name above all names and by the blood he shed for us that power and that authority we call any spirits that are not of the Holy Spirit to be removed right now and out of her path and it's going to make her path straight that you as she trusts in you and submits her ways to you you'll just make those paths perfectly straight Lord give her that wisdom she's asked for give her that strength she's asked for Lord I just pray for the Holy Spirit um, of Acts 3.19 about the refreshing spirit that comes over her body right now Lord and I just pray that she'll have a great night's sleep wake up with the joy of the Lord as she moves forward with a with, with a refreshed spirit and, and a revival that she just feels in her body and Lord and I allow her um, to just have success with these different ministries and this success with this new camp that they're having for the children success with all all the things that she is put you put before her uh, close the doors you don't want her to go through open up new ones allow her to be used in a mighty way for your kingdom lord we love you so much and we say these things in jesus name amen amen and thank amen. you so yeah. much god bless you and god. god bless your viewers thank you so much yes signing off from miami god bless all right it's rick here in miami with bo Polney. it's so awesome to have you thank you rick yeah. appreciate it as always god bless you and your family so thanks for having me yeah so awesome so i'd love to just give an update a little bit on what we, what we were just talking about and um, just i know that we've had you on the show quite a bit of times and talking about certain 
certain time frames and stuff and it's like a, it's it's like people are getting really frustrated so yeah. to, so so talk, talk to the people that are frustrated <laughs> well you know it has to get worse yet mm-hmm. and you know, you were saying some things you're hearing what's going on at the border and everything else the point is is that it's going to continue to get worse mm-hmm. because you have to study history mm-hmm. and if you understand history you know we're going to understand what probably is going to happen in the future but what happened in history with with the you know, the exodus right mm-hmm. Israel, if God didn't intervene, there would be no Israel nation today. Yeah. Think about it. They were at the Red Sea, mm-hmm. and from a physical perspective, Israel, you know, um, Pharaoh's coming at Israel with everything he's got, mm-hmm. army, 600 chariots, everything. Israel would not have survived, and there would be no Israel today. But at that moment in time, it looked horrible. Yeah, no question. You can't deny that. It looked horrible, and it looked like there was no hope. Mm -hmm. And when there's no hope, that's when the glory manifests. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Daniel 2, verse 34, you know, what is the states? You know, well, first off, the Daniel prophecy is two and a half thousand years old. And all of it's intact. Mm-hmm. Like, think about the fact that a two and a half thousand year cycle of time goes by, and we've seen every single kingdom from Persia, Greece, Babylon, all these kingdoms have come and gone, mm-hmm. and Babylon still stands. Mm-hmm. And today, that Babylon statue that Daniel prophesied is today called Mystery Babylon. Mm-hmm. And that's written in Revelation, right? So we're trying to figure out what's Mystery Babylon. Well, it's, it's people working in the shadows the secret societies right and they'll, they'll, every spirit from each the gold the silver that those spirits are still alive yes right, in the secret societies right and you know and, and this this goes back to you know to uh, Cain right and Cain and when God when Cain and Abel mm-hmm. and it goes even back to Garden, garden, and evil coming on the earth, right? right? But think about what God said to Cain. Cain, why are you so wroth, my child? Wroth, mm-hmm. child. <laughs> I never thought about that. <laughs> you know, and and but the point on on that is it just shows you how far this goes back in time, yeah. right? And so we battle not against Ephesians, flesh and blood, but principalities. Mm-hmm. In darkness, right? Mm-hmm. What does evil want? They want to keep a level of fear amongst the people because fear causes people to give up their rights, right? right? Look what happened in Nazi Germany. It's always about, you know, fear. God does everything in love. Evil does everything in the opposite of that, you know? Right. Kill, steal, destroy, liars, cheaters, thieves, you know? So, and that's what we're seeing in our world right now. We're seeing everything that's good became bad mm-hmm. and everything bad has now become good right so we're seeing the manifestation of evil but then we know no question about it yeah. it's being, being very obvious now isn't it well right mm-hmm. and when does it get even more obvious when evil is at maximum arrogance mm-hmm. well when would maximum arrogance be at the point right before they get destroyed mm-hmm. so Pharaoh say you know he had such arrogance that even after the angel of death showed up and he let Israel all go <laughs> he all ten plagues he still had the audacity because of ego he he's like I'm going to finish those people for what they and he went to the Red Sea after the ten plagues talk about moronic but that's what evil does See, evil won't stop it's not logical <laughs> right but but why because evil hates evil 
hates. And they will not stop. So these people on the earth right now, the present day pharaohs, hate. Hate God's creation. Hate anything related to God. So therefore good becomes evil and evil becomes good. And so they do everything exactly opposite because they hate Near. God and God's creation. Right. And so we know that God does things in seasons, times and seasons. So what God has revealed, the most recent thing to me, and the, the reason we're waiting, why are we waiting? Because we're st- Christ didn't come on the earth of read Galatians until the fullness of time and then God gave his only son, you know, upon the earth. And so, but that was the fullness of time. What God revealed to me, what fullness of time really means. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy and amazing at the same time because God's involved in this, right? And so if you study the cycles of, of Daniel, which is the main thing I use in my time analysis, mm-hmm. Daniel's cycle of time is a seven-year window. But we know crystal clear that in Revelation you read that, and and it talks specifically about evil having a season and a half, which means that it's you got to cut Daniel in half. Seven years becomes three and a half. So, what I can tell you and your viewers, and it's so clear when God revealed this to me, I'm like, wow, that because I've used this cycle before on other things with calculating precious metal movements and how they only go for so long, and then when the time is up, I I used to call it when time is up, when time is up, the the markets flip. Well, what the the other interpretation of that is, would be when the fullness of time has arrived, the cycle flips. The cup of inquiry is full. The cup of inquiry is full, right? It's almost like in Six Flags, we have that big water bucket coming in, and then all of a sudden, Boom, <laughs> and that's it, right? And you can you can use that as a perfect example that gives people a visual representation, right? right? But what it is, it's like so when the cup is full, it flips, yeah. and that's what Jesus when he walked in the temple, he flipped the tables on the money changers. But from a biblical timeline perspective, he flipped it at the fullness of time, and he made a point, mm-hmm. right? But when the when the when the cycle comes runs out of time. Mm-hmm. The cycle's over. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've written this in my reports over years already. When the cycle is out of time, the other is it's not going to manifest, right? So in the year 2011, when gold ran up to 2,000 bucks, whatever, it was, a, it was 1,900, 2,000, whatever it was, and silver went to $49, that was it. The cycle of time was over. Mm-hmm. And I knew from, and I used Daniel's timeline to calculate that. Mm-hmm. Like I used the 1,260-day cycle from the year 2015, I think it was, three and a half years four to the exact day gold topped, I'm sorry, silver topped in May to the exact day, four months later from the prior top in 2015 or 16 it was, gold tops to the exact day. I was the only one in the world that predicted gold top to the exact day in the year 2011. I don't want the glory. What I'm showing on this is that the cycle of time came to an end. So this long story we're having right now, present day, let's do the simple math. When did Corona come on the scene? What year? 2020. What month? Start. No, well, no, 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 actually. In the 2019 December, right? Yes, you yeah, nailed it. Yeah. So it was the very, it was, it was Hanukkah, just as Hanukkah ended, right. was the first, right. was, was the first case. And then the first case right. outside of Wuhan, China was on January 12th, mm-hmm. 2020. Okay. So, and these are, and you can verify all the 
episodes, January 12th of 2020. So let's count three and a half years. Well, that would take us to this January 12th, is three years, and a half takes us to J- June 25. Wow, okay. So if evil's gonna get a season when time is up, when the cycle of time ends, the other manifests, and that an evil season is over. You can't extend it past that for the same reason when gold topped in 2011 September, it was over. The cycle of time completed. When silver topped at $49, it was over. When Trump got elected 1,260 days later, oil goes to negative $38 a barrel to the exact day. The cycle was over. And then since that day, oil's been up. Get it? The cycle down cycle ended at 1260 days and now oil's been in an up cycle since then and it's interesting 150 days later Ginsburg dies my point is 1260 days ends on June 25 I don't care what anybody has to say the math calculations that God uses in Daniel the three and a half year season of time, because God operates in the seasons, the three and a half years is complete. So Eve, the best way to describe it is evil's season. Because what was Corona? It was evil. Yeah, that's true. Right? Corona was evil. So the evil that started with Corona in January of 2020, the season ends on June 25. Interesting. Four days before that is a summer solstice. And as a pastor, what does light do to darkness? It eliminates it. Crushes Correct. <laughs> that's a day. So June 21 is a summer solstice, a day of most light, the longest day of the year. So these people... People's evil agenda or the evil agenda is complete, is out of time, is finished between June 25 and June 21, the summer solstice. 21 to the 25th. It's finished. There is you cannot take it further than that because then we got the words of Kim Clement, which God revealed to me when I was speaking with Don A. I got a download right then. He revealed to me that strange July, strange July directly correlates with the Daniel cycle because there's a 45 day window which takes us into the the 9th of of August and that starts the next 1206 the next season of three and a half years of what? The greatest glory the world has ever seen. We're looking forward to that. So that's why the the, the revival we just saw in February at Ashbury Mm -hmm. was nothing but a, you know, if it's if it was a dam, it was nothing but, you know, a spring, a, a little hole poked in the dam of revival, okay? Because the glory hasn't manifest yet. I'm looking forward to that. Stadium's so, full. Yes, right. Stadium's so, full and, of believers. Yep, yeah, so that's how this is all patterning out right now. So, long story short, season of time comes to an end, the end of June. Light's going to expose all the deals done in the dark. Some uh, July brings strange July, the feeling the words of Kim Clement. The dollar system will have collapsed. The U.S. dollar will have lost the status as the world reserve currency. Thus, the world's trying to figure out, what the heck do we do? That would put the world into a strange July, strange July. And then so the fall can do its work in America because now all the deals and the the dealings in the dark were exposed. And and then when when the glory now is now manifested, the next three and a half years forward, so this is the evil season and the blessed season. 
the blessed season brings the great wealth transfer. The blessed season brings the greatest revival in human history. Well, you know, when when is when is revival start? Well, when you when would it make the most sense, right? Galatians, right? It talks about planting seed. When you, when's the harvest, right? The harvest is in fall. I love it. So all of this is going to play out. Mark my words, it's going to play out on God's appointed seasons and his appointed times, all starting with the completion of evil's cycle of time when the three and a half years come to an end. Evil season ends, and then the glory begins. Okay, so... so uh... What's your take on the whole banking crisis? What's been going on? Any specifics that you go, you look at and you're going, wow, this is obviously showing the, the bottle loan system starting to die, right? <laughs> well, no, actually, what's happening, evil's, remember, we're still in the evil season, right? right? right exactly. So evil has control ultimately until the summer solstice. All right. Okay, so they're going to have, but as we're pro- quickly approaching that, it's like, um, you know, they get this, they get hit here, they get hit there, just like what happened with, uh, you know, the nine family members of Biden and the uh, LLCs, yeah. right? Because what's light doing? Exposing the deals done in the dark, right? So we're just going to keep seeing that happen. But we're still heading into a massive conflict because Israel is now, you know, pinned up against the Red Sea. We are pinned up against the Red Sea. And and at that moment in time, it wasn't our battle. It was the Lord's battle. But we know, you know, Proverbs 13, you know, I just uh, uh, was, was saying, you know, stand still and watch the salvation of the Lord for he will work for you today. Daniel 2 verse 34, as you were watching we're, we're not doing anything as you were watching a stone carved out by no human hand. So this is God manifesting. Christ is not coming back right now. This is the glory. God's going to show himself through miracles and wonders. Mm-hmm. And that's what's we're coming. So there's two things happening in the future. First is the glory manifesting. So God exposing himself to the world that he is God. The God, the creator of all things. He's going to show himself through signs and wonders. Yeah, it's interesting because if you read to Psalm, um, uh, just uh, Isaiah 61, which, yeah. which Christ read the first verse and a half. I love that. If you go read the rest of it, it's like... The day of vengeance. Beauty, yeah, day of vengeance and the beauty for ashes and the, all that's right after that. That's so right. In some ways that we haven't seen that. Yes, and when you <laughs> when they read the temple, he goes, and as this, this scripture is fulfilled, mm-hmm. you have to listen to the words of Jesus. As this scripture was read, it is fulfilled. Mm-hmm. He didn't say Isaiah 61 is was complete. Yeah. He says, as it was read, it yeah, is fulfilled. Before the vengeance. The vengeance. Because what is God? Vengeance. God is love and judge. Yeah. You see, God is love and judge, and he doesn't like to judge. Mm-hmm. Why would he? he? Why doesn't want to judge? It's like you judging your own children. Right? right? How horrible would that be? Yeah. So as much as we look at all oh, these people are nasty, like you can, there's a lot more words we can use about, you know, how nasty <laughs> they are, right? You know? Trump but, used it. Right? But, but as nasty as they are, right? They're God's children. So you have to look from God's perspective, right? We may we may despise them for what they're doing, but from God, He looks at it like they're, they're my children. Yeah, exactly. Well, they repent, right? Yeah. And so let me let me take you back to one other thing I'd just like to get your perspective on, and that would be the I, I read an article about so some analysts basically.
basically looked at J.P. Morgan and said that they're derivatives for shorting gold. Basically, if, if, if gold increases, it would literally be more than their assets of all of J.P. Morgan's assets. Do you, you know what article I'm talking about? I'm not sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I forget who said that, but I've listened. But I've been listening to J.P. Morgan forever. I've got a slide in my deck. I think that I talk about J.P. Morgan. I think, I think, but, I think but, but the point. The point is, is that they're shorting this stuff like mad, right? Okay, but but right? what else is new? Yeah, exactly. See, why is well, why is silver at twenty five dollars? Why has silver been bouncing around between you know say thirteen dollars to twenty five dollars? Why has silver been under forty nine dollars since I called the top to the exact day right. in twenty eleven? Right. Why? Because this is how it works. Okay, you're Bank A, I'm Bank B. Right. So so today I'm actually in control. So you're so you're selling all the gold to me and I'm buying it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next month we flip positions. You're, se- <laughs> you're I'm selling it to you and you're buying it all up. And that's what's been going on for Jennifer for and decades. And we do it at a low price. At a low price because because if silver had a, went to true value, say it was you know a thousand bucks an ounce right now, right? The banking institute. If silver or gold have value, the paper money system does not. Nah. I'm going to repeat that because. They built Babylon on a fraudulent money system. Mm-hmm. So the you know so Mystery Babylon is built up on a fraudulent money system, mm-hmm. and that fraudulent money system allows them to buy, pay off, and bribe everybody. And that's why they're shorting it forever. Been because forever. and the reason for the shorting forever because it's Haggai two verse eight, the silver and the gold are mine, saith the Lord. So it's God's money. So if silver had was in uh, was in true discovery, price discovery, it would be in the malt in several hundreds of dollars right now. And then you'd have a choice. Hey, do I want that fake money? <laughs> or do I want, uh, you know, silver that's worth a thousand bucks an ounce, right? So people would know, because at a thousand bucks, like right now, Bitcoin's at 28,000 bucks, for example, right? Or 27,000. The point is, people know it has value. Like, it's if it's 27,000, it used to be under a dollar. It's obvious that there's some value in that. You see what I'm saying? It's just from a mathematical perspective. If it's worth 27,000, it's got some val- someone's got someone's putting value on it. Yeah. Get it? Yeah. And so if gold at two thousand bucks, yeah, that's a lot, a lot of money, you know, potentially for some people. But you know, it's not it's not twenty seven thousand. Get it? And so as long as they can keep gold under two thousand, you know, in that two thousand range, as long as they can keep silver in the twenty five dollar range or under twenty five, then you know, yeah, it's, there's no real like, urgency to buy it, right? Because so so the dollar can keep its status as the world reserve currency. See. It's all about keeping the dollar as the world deserved currency so you can buy and pay off and control humanity. That's what it's always yeah. been about, okay? It's about control. When the system comes down, though, that's when gold and silver is going to go. Correct. When I was in Elijah's streams, you know, the thumbnail you know, that they made was very simple. It was a quote that I had. Gold and silver will rise with God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. And you can flip that. God's kingdom will rise with gold and silver mm-hmm. because they are tied at the hip. Mm-hmm. You, you, the moment you see gold and silver start to explode, evil's losing control or lost control. Yeah. And it'll happen, you know, in a heartbeat. It's going to happen so quickly when this goes down. So when God intervenes, we know it's a 24-hour window. However this goes down, God's going to intervene within 24 hours. Evil loses control. It's going to go crazy what's about to happen because because what happened at the Red Sea. Those that are sitting on the fence seeing if, you know, what we talk about is normal are going to find that, you know, that they chose poorly because there's no sitting on the fence. You either sit on the 
word or you sit on nothing. That's what this is coming down to because when the world, when, when, when God intervenes, there's going to be no time to react. You either, you, you, you trusted in the word or you didn't, but, but the collapse of the world reserve currency, the dollar is going to cause the banking institutions you ask about to collapse. See, right now, evil is in control still. They're shutting down, they're buying up the smaller banks. Why? Because if, what is their ultimate, a one world government, their agenda, right? So you, you, you buy up and you collapse everybody that's smaller than you intentionally. So then you're left with maybe the top, you know, five banks and then maybe the top three banks and ultimately maybe just one bank, right? That's the world bank. The world bank. They're, they're, shooting, they're shooting for that, right? Yeah. And, but they have a big problem because God's the glory when it manifests, all their plans blow up. So yes, they are destroying the smaller banks right now. Not God. They are intentionally because what is evil's agenda? They're trying to bring on evil. They're trying to bring on the one world government. You have prophetic words on your show and you know that evil came what? Early. This is not evil's window. God gave evil a window, a season. God gave evil three and a half years. But not these three and a half years. That's what people don't understand. These are not the three and a half years that God gave evil that's written at, you know, in the tribulation. It's the wrong three. So because what's about to happen is when the glory manifests, it's the mortal wound to evil. And all of this is scriptural. It talks in Revelation with the mortal wound. And then the mortal wound is what? Healed. And the beast and the people of the world will again worship the beast that was resurrected, that the mortal wound was healed, and now be the rise of the Antichrist kingdom. That's why I want to enjoy those three and a half years. <laughs> right. And so so then we're so then we're kind of heading into that time front of window of, of, of Joseph, right? Trump's out of office for two years. Joseph was out of office, was in the pits of the palace. He rose in two years. No one knows when it was, but it says two years plus whatever. We don't know. So at, so this will be two years and six months. This and, and it's basically said the Kimple Man words. In the fall, you will know who my David is, which means that before the end of the year, so still in the in the second year plus, but before the third year starts, Trump comes back to his office this year to rebuild the broken financial system because the banks. When God intervenes, the banks go down. God's going to remove the. the the idol worship. As much as people think, oh, I don't worship money, the fact that you go to work every day to make money that's created out of thin air and really has no value, but we've been trained over these past generations that it does, it is money and you have to chase it because why? We both have phone bills. We both have electric bills. We both got to put gas in our tanks. See, see, that's what evil does. They, they've set the world up so you have to continually have a meter and pay bills and a mortgage, right? Build mortgages. And, and so you're always chasing money. So we may not be worshiping it. Student loans. So you, we may not be direct like worshiping or chasing or worshiping money, but you still, you can't serve two masters, right? And so the world has turned away from God because they're so busy trying to just make enough to take care of the finances in their life. The world's turned, you it's know, a bondage. Yeah, it's a bondage. That's, so that's the bondage that Pharaoh put Israel in. We just have the bondage that we don't, we think they're free, but we're not. And so, and so this takes at the end of the story in that when, when Moses goes to Pharaoh, let my people go so they can come in the wilderness and worship me. 
That's what's, so that's what's coming, you know, the great revival. Because if finances aren't an issue in your life or my life or anyone's life, right? If they'd be able to listen, if, if your finances are not an issue and God's taking care of all of your finances, all the debts you have are all gone, what do you do with your time? Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. And you're gonna and and you're gonna and the ones that, that were worshiping it and lost everything, it'll be a horrible day for them. No question. But when it when it, but then what happens is they fall to their knees because when you lose everything, all you got left is either you you stay in the side of evil and you don't choose not to wake up, or you say, Father, help me. Yeah. Help me, Jesus. And they come to Jesus. And you know how do you get a billion soul harvest? In the next three and a half years, it's on fire starting this starting this August onwards. So forward, that, yeah, that's yeah. Be fun. So evil season is, is this far from ending. We've got maybe like is it 40, 42 or forty three days mm-hmm. into the end of uh, June, and then we got the you know strange July where the world's like, what do we do? Could you make me fun yeah. summer? I might be yeah. in Israel that time. Yeah, and then and the earthquakes <laughs> and eruptions because God's going to be reshaping the earth. Right. So we see earthquakes, volcanoes popping off. Yeah, there's something about how they, like places like that are desert places some prophets are talking about are going to be bubbling up with water and stuff. It's yeah. like, whoa, okay. Yeah, yeah. so we, can, we don't know. Okay, the, all I did, I want to lay out the time windows, and really this is a very, very powerful time analysis that, you know, that I'm showing right now how evil season, literally, there is no more time after the end of June. It, 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 and this is using not anything more than simply using God's timing of three and a half years and that season literally is over and that's I've used that many times before and it literally has proved 100% every single time because it literally says that time is up Mm -hmm. so whatever was happening in that time the other starts when that time is up that's awesome so obviously we have a big Christian audience here that would love to pray for you specifically so what can they pray for Bo about just you know for just for love for you know for my family for, for wisdom and um, you know and just just so you know that would probably be the main thing just tomorrow mm-hmm. so the God, God to continue to look out after myself and my family nice. and, and gives and just protection okay yeah. great let me lift you up if you mind yeah alright Heavenly Father just thank you so much for Bo and his uh, analysis of time Lord that uh, you've uh, used him in a mighty way Lord I just just allow him that protection he's asked for um, that, and I would just add blessings to his not only he his family his extended family any team or future team that he has has, um, but also, Lord, um, the, he asked for something that's important, and that's wisdom, Lord. I would add discernment to that, too. Just give him that gift of wisdom and discernment like never before, uh, that he can use to uh, to tell truth from you. you know, I, don't, I talk about that, but my calling is, is to equip Christian patriots with truth as well as equip Christian patriots uh, with, with skills. And Lord, so I know he is designed to actually submit to you and to continue to analyze time and to build up the body of Christ. So we, we just submit to you as clay. Use us as a, you're the potter, Lord. You make us the workman of your hands. We love you and we say these in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. All right, God Thank bless you. you God bless you. Thank you. Yeah, be well. Signing off from Miami.